0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. The podcast where we talk about an animated movie from a different animation studio each week. Before we begin, we just want to say that some spoilers will be ahead. So if you've yet to see this movie and don't want it spoiled, stop listening now. Final disclaimer when we get excited, we tend to swear. Although we talk about family movies, this isn't a family podcast. You have have been warned. warned. Hello. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. I'm Mark. I'm Luke. And (laughs) it's episode 11 of season 3. I have no idea what number we're on. It's been a while. We've been doing it I mean, we're, I've, we've been doing it now, that there's so many episodes. <laughs> it's been a while. I not I thought since like, we lasted between it. Between <laughs> now and last week, I was like, okay. <laughs> Do you know what? It feels like it's been a really long week. And it does feel <laughs> like, like, Quest for Camelot does feel like a long time Doesn't ago. it?
1: Yeah. It really does.
0: Yeah. Um, so obviously, Discussing Doodles this week is getting involved in the 25th anniversary celebrations of the largest... Uh, Franchise of all time. Whoa! Um, it's Pokemon Week. it is And it's the third, third Pokemon movie. I got a quick little fact before we jump straight in. Ooh, Did you girl. know that this movie was the first ever theatrically released animated threequel, so like third movie? Yeah. Ever. What? Yeah. Ever. So the Pokemon movie trilogy, the first three. Was yeah. the first ever theatrically released animated trilogy. I suppose not a lot of sequels get um animated sequels get a cinema release do they? Exactly. And the and the ones that do often came later, like Shreks and Your Ice Ages and your Madagascars. Whoa. So Pokemon were the first ones to do it. Interesting. That so kind I of thought... makes sense now you say it, but I would just never have got yeah. to that conclusion on my own. <laughs> no, no, me neither. And when I read it I was like wow. That was kind of like a like a mind blow very early on that one. Well that's um, something for a legacy, I suppose. Yeah. Well I should have saved that for legacy, shouldn't I? You well, should I, could... have. I was just so excited by it as a fact. <laughs> <I was laughs> just bringing it, it out straight away. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously this is the third Pokemon movie and it's the third Pokemon movie that we've looked at on Discussing Doodles. And it's quite interesting being able to every season look at the same characters
1: true it's season not after happen
0: another with much else is it no I think when we eventually get to the stage with Hanna-Barbera when they start doing Scooby-Doo movies oh yeah. it might start becoming Scooby-Doo week but at it the moment we're not will. there yet yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so it's, it is interesting that we get to revisit Ash and whoever he has as his friends at the time um each each season yeah um just straight off the bat how do you feel this one compares to the other two it's interesting for me because um i think it falls in the middle personally okay. i yeah. think it was i mean we'll see the scores might differ but i think it wasn't as good as number one um but i think it was better than number two yeah okay yeah Fair. I, I reckon actually i probably agree with you there yeah um there were a couple of um moments actually no i'll discuss this when we get to music i was gonna get i was gonna jump straight to music what is wrong with me today you're going going backwards backwards. (laughs) (laughs) don't do that mark we start at the beginning because it's a good place to start (laughs) okay right so last week we did quest for camelot as you mentioned which scored what was it 74 72 72 which is a decent score it's a really good score i'm very happy for it because i love that film It landed slap bang in between A Goofy Movie and Grave of the Fireflies. Also really good films. Which I think is probably exactly where it should be. Yeah. So the more this goes, like every now and then we do a score and I go, I think to myself sometimes, was that right? Yeah. But then when you start to look at them, when they start to pile up together. Yeah. The more I think, actually, I think our scoring system's pretty good and it's been pretty kind of bang on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's move on then. Let's jump into <laughs> Blow in. Blowing our own trumpets just a little bit at <laughs> the beginning. Yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> um, so this movie is called um, Pokemon the Third Movie: Spell of the Unknown. Yeah. And if you notice, when the Spell of the Unknown comes up, there's a little tag underneath it, right. and it says very faintly, Entei. Entei, right? Just so that we know Entei isn't it? So yeah. it's te- this movie is technically called Pokemon the Third Movie, Spell of the Unknown, Entei. How many titles do you want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we'll just call it Pokemon 3. I think we will. Yeah. That's what I've written in, in the top of my notes. Is this yeah, is me the too. notes for Pokemon 3. <laughs> so talk us through the story, Luke. That's up first. Yeah, well, it's... um the it's the the genre i always give you a little genre now it's my new yeah, thing um it. and this one is just listed as a japanese anime movie which is correct i suppose it is correct that's yeah, what it, boring, it is i just fine. didn't i i expected more of a, like a fantasy epic or something but mm. instead i just got japanese anime now like, oh. so <laughs> okay okay um so the basic story features this girl called molly and her dad who he vanishes and the mysterious unknown Pokemon basically changed the world around her into this fantasy land where she sort of gets kind of everything she wants, doesn't she? Yeah. Um. She Entei arrives and is kind of her dad. She like, it's like <laughs> you're my dad, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll roll with it. And then they get he gets a mum for her, which is Ash's mum. She lives in like a crystal palace. She's having a great time. Yeah. So um, and essentially then... it's that her her dad, her dad used to read her stories about Entei, didn't he? And yes. so she met, she, when she saw Entei was all powerful and stuff, she made a connection between Entei and her father. Yeah. So when uh, the unknown were granting any kind of wish that she wanted, when she wished for her father, that kind of, I guess, got all sort of tangled up with Entei yeah. and they gave her... A legendary Pokemon as her father instead. <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> um, so it's basically up to Ash, Misty, Brock and Pikachu to just sort of stop those goings-ons. Mm. Um, but it's kind of easier said than done, I think. Because I think she does, at the beginning, she very much enjoys staying in this fantasy land. And if she wants to, then Entei's like, it's going to happen. Yeah. So that's kind of the obstacle that the gang have to face. It's an interesting one. I quite like it as a story point. I like it as a story point, and I I, I also enjoy the fact that there are personal there are personal stakes at yeah. risk here because in in the in the previous two movies, um, they kind of just got accidentally mixed up with Mewtwo.
1: Um, yes. And
0: then Lugia, the Lugia one, um, Ash was like the fucking chosen one of the world, which was kind of a bit much. Yeah. Um, but in this one. He literally was trying to save his mum. His mum got kidnapped, and he's in—he's going in there to rescue his mum. Yeah, that's that's his driving force. And I think Ash is more focused in this one than he is in anything else. True. He's—he's I, he's I straight. Agree with that. Ash barely said anything in this movie. No, that's true. <laughs> he just w- wanted to save his mum. Yeah, he was a um, boy on a mission. He was. Yeah, and I—I I liked that. I liked that side of Ash a bit yeah. more rather than him being all cocky and yeah. You know,
1: in the face yeah
0: <laughs> he was much more like i want to save my mum that's why i'm here yeah obviously he had his moments at the beginning he was being ash but you know. oh my god i like it was really funny to me because the first like 10 minutes or so like the opening of the film i was like this is incredible it's basically when molly's dad goes missing and all of that yeah. and i was like this is so good and then you get the the opening titles and then afterwards it was just ash walking along and some girl like do you want a battle and he's like yeah and then they start having a battle and i was there just questioning everything i was like pokemon's actually the weirdest franchise ever isn't it but like when i was younger this was so normal that you just walk up to somebody in the street and be like let's have a fight and they make your pets (laughs) fight each other yeah to the point that they get like knocked out and shit (laughs) and then i was like watching it this time around and i was like why why is this a thing <laughs> it's so, so random to me um so i really enjoyed the molly side of things because it was just i think it was a bit different it was and what we're used to obviously it was it was very pokemon-y but you could yes. have almost taken that story and told it in a different world absolutely it was an I interesting it story anyway an concept yeah yeah um, these magical beings kind of came to a, a, a lonely girl and created yeah. her dream world for her. So sort of. gave her what she wanted. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really interesting story point. Yeah. Um weirdly enough, the original draft of the script apparently was about a fossil, and the fossil was going to be brought to life and go on a rampage through Canto. Okay. Interesting. So they changed they changed up the story quite a bit. Yeah. Uh which I'm quite happy with, I think. Yeah, me too. Um and it's the the last movie written by Takeshi Shudo, who wrote the other two movies. Okay, um, I think he had an illness and had to retire. Okay, unsure of what happened after, uh, but this is the last one. And weirdly enough, the last one I've seen, I've not seen a Pokemon movie beyond this. That's also I would uh, I would assume that's because this was also the last one that had a worldwide theatrical release. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, the um... last and the last Warner Brothers one as well. I well wasn't it? Was Warner Brothers attached? Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Warner Brothers kids. So yeah, so that was the last one that we as Westerners would have been able to see at the cinema. Right. Um, and then after that, they all were sort of straight to DVD or shown on TV yeah. and that was it, which is probably why you didn't see any more. No, I never did, no. which is weird. Um, yeah. So from here onwards, it's going to be brand new experiences for me. Yeah. But um, for those who want to know, who have a weird bit of Pokemon OCD, this supposedly takes place between episodes 155 and 156. Do you know what I remember? Because I saw it at the um, at the cinema. Um, we It was for a, a friend of ours. 10th birthday yeah. party we went. And um, it was... I had just that Saturday before watched the episode of Pokemon where uh, where Charizard left Ash to go and train at the Charific Valley. Right. Um, and in this movie, Charizard is it 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 snips to Charizard being snips cuts snips. <laughs> what? <laughs> it cuts to Charizard being at the Charific Valley and the the woman. I think she's called Charlotte inventively because it's all like char Char. um she was at she was watching the tv and it was on the news that a kid was trying to get into this thing to rescue his mum. and charizard looked through the window and saw ash on the on the news right um and he flies off and then at the, the very end and ash is plummeting to his death charizard arrives just in time and catches ash um i remember that moment of the movie where charizard came and saved the day charizard by the way if you're not Familiar <laughs> for anybody, any boy between the ages of, I'd say, twenty six and thirty, Charizard is your favorite Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely yours. Uh, yeah, I. It was you know, as as a kid, I I, I thought he was the coolest thing in the world because he was just a big fat orange dragon, and apparently that's what kids think are cool um so when he when he came back and he rescued he rescued them i remember crying at the cinema i cried happy tears um but i what i found out about that and i guess this is part of uh part of story is that charizard charizard's return in this movie was kept so secret that even the producers of the dub Mm. had no idea he was going to be in it until they watched the japanese version wow so they had absolutely no idea. So, uh, I, I mean, as far as sort of uh, popular characters go, obviously everyone knows Pikachu. Pikachu is the mascot. Pikachu is the most famous rodent on the planet. Yeah. Um, but I would go as far as to say that Charizard is the second most popular and famous Pokemon. You're probably right. You that know. there is. He's pretty iconic. He is, yeah. So and People do wait for him, whether exactly. it's Detective Pikachu or whatever. Everyone wants people to see People want him yeah. in it. When they were doing Detective Pikachu, everyone was like, oh, I wonder if Charizard's gonna be in the trailer. And when Charizard was in the trailer, they're like, Oh my god, it's Charizard. Like do you know what yeah. I mean? it's such a he's such a big deal in a Pokemon. Yeah, it world. broke the internet, didn't it? Yeah. The yeah Pikachu trailer. It really did. So so it's um yeah, it actually broke the internet, didn't it? I it did. The that. internet yeah. stopped working. <laughs> That's mad. Um but yes, I think Charizard is such a big character that taking care over his return was obviously such a big kind of yeah. deal to them. Yeah. Um, and he does he does play quite a cool I mean, he goes up against a legendary Pokemon in Entei and he yeah. fucking gives him some yeah he does actually doesn't he He really yeah. gives him some I mean we saw him in the first movie when Mewtwo just murks the shit out of him yeah so you can see how far Charizard's come along power-wise between True. Mewtwo and Entei I guess that's being at the Charific Valley I'm gonna stop talking about Charizard now it's not all about him it's not at all <laughs> 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 but it is nice that it The movies and the show are kind of intertwined with each other. I really appreciate that. But they do do the the movies well enough that you don't have to have watched every episode to sort of get what's going on. Correct, Yeah. yeah. So it is very well done on that front. And also, this is actually, because Entei isn't real so to speak in this film mm. and the unknown in the games are never mentioned as legendary although they do talk about them a bit legendary ish in this film this is actually the first pokemon film to not feature legendary pokemon an actual legendary pokemon yeah like a I, legitimate I one yeah i suppose that's true So the last two were they were all over them like rashes <laughs> and this one it's like they're not actually there yeah so that makes you wonder in the in the anime world does entei actually exist or is he just a storybook Pokemon that they, they brought to life? I wonder. Yeah. Or maybe we'll find out in a future movie. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, so story. I mean, how do you think? I mean, story-wise, I personally would say I don't think it's as good as Mewtwo Strikes Back. No. Um, but I do think it was better than The Power of One. I do too. I um, really enjoyed it. Like we've already said, I enjoyed the Molly and her dad side of things. So for me, it's really easy because I gave Mewtwo Strikes Back a seven. Yeah. And I gave the power of one a five. Right. So to me, it just makes sense for me to give this a six. Yeah. For you, however. Right. You're going to struggle a bit because you gave Mewtwo Strikes Back a six and you gave the power of one a six. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I think I will give this one a seven. Okay. Nice. You know, because I definitely did, definitely, suddenly gained an accent. That was when I... you did, do you remember when you did de- Definition? 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 Oh, I hate myself so much. <laughs> um, I don't even remember <laughs> what I was going to say now. You gave I it a seven, whereas you gave the other two a six. Yeah, I just, there was something, I feel like this one had more substance in its story. Okay. Whereas the other two definitely were more like, Well, almost like you said, in terms of, like, Ash's personal struggle as well, the other two are kind of like, they just kind of get accidentally roped into things. Yeah. Whereas this one, I felt like there was more substance to its story drive. Sure. Sure. Okay, cool. So seven and six for story. So, um, characters. Yeah. feeling character-wise. I mean, what I like about it is that all the cast is the same for the recurring characters. Yeah. That's really nice. So the recurring characters, basically the the team Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu. Well, notably, notably, no, notably, Br- Brock is back because Brock, Brock is back wasn't yes. in Power of One. It was Tracy, Tracy. instead. Yeah. yeah. So it was the the OG team with mm-hmm. Team Rocket poking their nose in now and again. Yeah. So it did feel very old school Pokemon, which is my favourite. So and yet again, Team Rocket had a uh, breaking the fourth wall moment, which they do in every single movie. In this one, it was um, if, it was like if we do if we do this, do you think we'll get a bigger part in the next movie? Because <laughs> they were quite small parts. I have they? to th- I have to say, as much as they are my favourites, Jesse James and Meowth, they were very pointless in this film. They were. They, they really definitely were. didn't need to be there, but they are there for the sake of being they were Jesse kind James of... and Meow a shining light in the second movie i feel yeah i feel like their scenes were kind of the best scenes yeah whereas in this one they were kind of a bit redundant. they were definitely on the side and if they were in it or not i don't think it would make much of a difference, much of a difference. no not so um but i'm always happy to see them so I don't really mind and then yeah. you've got um all your professor oak tracy uh ash's Mum, all of those sorts Ooh, yeah. and then Entei and molly added in for yeah but being sort of the main characters as well as Ash. Yes. Yeah. Um, It does. It is Molly's story, really, yeah. isn't it? Ash just gets involved. Yeah. As his well mum. Yeah. Um, she's, a, she's an interesting character because she's not evil. No. She's a sweet little girl. Yeah. But her desires cause problems for everybody else. Yeah. And I think she just doesn't understand it yet because she is so young. Yeah. She almost, like... She is just a little girl who just wants what she wants. Mm. It sounds selfish, but I mean, like that's kids—they just want what they want. Yeah, exactly. she, she wanted a mum and a dad, and to be protected, which is basically what she got. I loved it when she did, um, like the Pokemon battles with them. Oh and yeah, she changed her age to be like matching who she was battling, sort of yeah. thing. And um, I just absolutely adored it when Brock was battling her, and he kept making all those rock puns. He was like, "It's really time to rock and roll." (laughs) He's so so silly, such an idiot. He's so thirsty as well. I forget about it, and it annoys me so much. (laughs) I was like, like, he was actually quite well behaved with Molly but I was worried that he was going to start like hitting on Molly Oh God! because she looked like she was 20 yes. but she's actually like four so <laughs> yeah, it was, I was like cringing the whole time at like, Brock please don't please don't, <laughs> control please don't. Yourself. Yeah. but he didn't he, he treated her like a child even though True. she looked like a, an adult so yeah, that was props. good props to his thirst he can, he can <laughs> he keep it can under control, control it. <laughs> unless it's Nurse Joy or Officer Jenny then, yeah. <laughs> then that's out of the question um, um, it does baffle me that Ash and his mom avoid. By the same person, yeah, that's mad. and so's Misty and Jesse, and so's Brock and James. That's crazy, isn't it? That is yeah. some talented voice acting, isn't now. it? I love that. I love a yeah. multi year voice cast, yeah, that's excellent. Um, did you notice or read that Lee Quick, who plays Officer Jenny, is credited but actually doesn't speak in the Didn't film at all? Anything. Yeah, I <laughs> Officer that. Jenny did have quite a presence in the film, she was there, she was working things out, but she just never spoke. And did you see that they offered the role of um Molly's dad to Sean Connery? Did they? Yeah, but he said no. Aww. <laughs> I don't know why, but why they looked at him and thought, Oh yeah, Sean Connery would be good at that. Yeah, it's a bit random, <laughs> like, isn't it? Yeah. I think they just they just wanted him involved somehow. yeah, like, it yeah, yeah he could been, be the dad. It would have been huge to have like a big actor in a Pokemon movie, but It would have actually. We'd have to wait for Ryan Reynolds for that, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's happened. It's all right. It's happened now, yeah. (laughs) Um, So the characters, I mean, I I guess we've discussed all the sort of human characters and Pikachu, and I've already discussed Charizard, obviously. Yes. Um, Entei is an interesting one because he's not a real character as such. He is a creation. True. And yet he does have his own personality. Yeah. I would say in... In a, in a kind of critis, crit, critical way, Speaking yeah. Of that. Then. <laughs> um, I would say he was pretty much the exact same character as Mewtwo. Yeah, I suppose it is quite similar, but I think he has an an element that's a bit nicer. Yeah, but, I know but, but... he was a villain, really, but he. I think he's al- almost as innocent as Molly was. Yeah, he was just doing. He was doing whatever she wanted, wasn't he? Yeah, so, which I yeah. guess is what he was created for. And it, was, it wasn't it was until at the end that Molly decided she was done with the unknown, that yes. Entei turned on them. Yes. Um, I, I decided because because Entei, when you play through the Pokemon games, and anybody that does this knows that Entei is a fire type Pokemon. Yes. Um, but Entei's sh- like shooting pink shit out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> So I had to I had to literally Google what moves is Entei using in the third Pokemon movie. Right. It turns out he is using fire moves, but because they're an illusion, they come out as slightly different color. Oh, that's quite cool. Basically, pink fire that he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's that's if any of you ever wondered, wondered, wondered. (laughs) That's because I've been watching Wonder Vision, so I got (laughs) got my pronunciation mixed up. Wondered. Um, That's what movie's doing. He is doing fire moves, but they're just pink. Fair. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was that, that by this stage in the journey, Ash's team has changed considerably. Yeah. So we're used to Ash having a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle and a Charizard, um, as well as Pikachu. Um, but by this movie, he has not got those Pokemon anymore. He's got a Cyndaquil, Chikorita and a Totodile. Yeah. Um, and a Noctowl, actually. Yeah. Um, and this actually was the first t- appearance in the West of Totodile and Noctowl because the movie actually came out before the episodes where they were introduced to it on the television. Interesting. And so the first time we saw Totodile on screen as a as one of Ash's Pokemon was actually in this movie rather than in the T V show. Whoa. Um so there you go, another little fact for you there. Yeah. Um I like the Johto Pokemon. I love all three of those starters. I think they're criminally underrated. I think they're beautiful Pokemon. Right. Um Chikorita, Cyndaquil and and Totodile. I, wow. I, I think in my own heart they're almost as iconic as as Bulbs or Charmander, and Squirtle. Right. Um, but a lot of people don't feel the same way. Mm. Um But they I guess they didn't play parts as such big characters in this movie. They only had little cameos, really, didn't they? True, they did. Um so yeah, but like you said, it's a it's a similar cast, isn't it? So I think yeah. To give it a similar score. Definitely. The the Pokemon characters are very iconic as well. Mm. Um And it I, I know he annoys you, but I found it nice to have Brock back because he does make me laugh. He is funny. And He's he is very funny. a classic I I love the original team, to be fair. As much as yeah. I like Tracy, um the OG team is my nostalgia, yeah. so like we said, Tracy's definitely a lot less thirsty than Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd rather hang out with Tracy. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, Brock's more fun to watch. Yeah, um, so I, I'm gonna. So I, I actually matched scores between two and one and two, right. um, With characters, uh, I gave it an eight in both movies. So I think I'm just gonna carry that across and give this one an eight as well. Sure. Um, do you want to know what you did, or you what did I do? Lines? So for *Mewtwo Strikes Back*, you gave the characters a nine. Whoa! Um, and for uh, the power of one, you gave the characters a seven. So I'm imagining that you gave two extra points for Mewtwo. <laughs> I probably did because he's everything. <laughs> yeah. um, do you know what? I'll go middle ground with an eight this time. Okay, because I did enjoy Molly and Entei's side of the story the best. Yeah. So for me, they were the best characters. Yeah. for Sure. Okay. Uh, moving on to animation, I don't. Uh, I don't really have. Uh, a lot of information. It is difficult to find sort of behind-the-scenes information on these movies. It is. Um, But it's all traditional animation. Um, There is the added sort of uh, assistance of some CGI um, in, I guess, the crystals crystals, and some of the environments as well, um, which, as I've discussed multiple times on Discussing Doodles, I enjoy. Yeah. The animation in the Pokemon movies is never... Blow you away, crazy good traditional animation. No, um, it's always better than it is in the show. Yes, um, but it's it's you know it's nice. It's it's yeah. watchable and it's it's not horribly dated either. You don't look at them and go, cool, this looks old." No, that's true. I actually found this one the best looking mm. so far. Okay, but that might just be my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the sort of the designs of the environment like with the especially with the crystallizing and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. That was all quite striking and quite beautiful. Yeah. I like the um, aesthetics of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it, it had its had its own feel to it, didn't it? Yeah. But I would say personally I think that um They've been pretty consistent, and they actually knocked these movies out for in for Japanese releases. They were a year after each other, so it was ninety eight for the first one, ninety nine for the second one, two thousand for this one. Well, so they were probably pretty much just making them straight after each yeah, other. Yeah, so, so that's a lot of work, though. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but it also probably means that they haven't developed anything in between. Yeah, um, to improve or or as the case may be, go backwards. So I think it's probably for me exactly the same score-wise. Right. Um, and I gave both separate movies, both previous movies, sorry, I gave them both a seven. So I think I gave seven again. Yeah. What did I give? <laughs> you gave them both seven too. Ah, interesting. I think I am going to one-up though. Okay. Only because, Fair like enough. I said, I think the aesthetics of this one were really nice. Um, Just basic things, on like the colours that were used, the architecture and the buildings and the structures and things. I just thought it looked prettier. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to give it one more. Fair enough. All right. So an eight for you. Okay. Uh, Music. Music. I'm still never sure who does the Pokemon music. I'm really bad at finding this out. (laughs) And it should be a very basic thing to find out. I think we had someone give us an answer once. We did, but I didn't write it down anywhere and I should have. No. Idiots. (laughs) There is an entire podcast. They actually pointed us towards it, an entire podcast about Pokemon music. Oh, damn. um, And I meant to have a listen to it. I never got around to it because I'm useless as a person. Me too. Maybe maybe I should listen to that before we do Pokemon Forever. Yeah. Is that what the next one's called? Yeah. No. Yeah. As in, <laughs> that's what the next movie's called. I'm not planning to make this just a Pokemon podcast. Before you move on to Pokemon <laughs> Forever. <laughs> um, but I like the music that was in it. The finale music was everything. There was a moment, I think, when Entei was sort of giving her the choice Giving Molly the choice towards the end, um, he was sort of saying to her, "You need to tell me what to do." Um, hmm. There was a real nice bit of music that I was like, "This is cool," um, and I'll give it props because it does incorporate its like music and its theme tunes nicely. Which things hmm. like the Flintstones we gave negative views for, yeah. um, but it's always got like the little Pokemon Johto theme.
1: Yeah, I love that for song it. As well.
0: It's it's good, isn't it? everybody wants to be a master everybody wants to show their skills <laughs> it's so stupid but i love it i love it so much and it's very weirdly nostalgic as well yeah um so i appreciate that they incorporate sort of like versions of the theme tune into the movies i do i i, I definitely think it is obviously the same composer that's done all three of these first movies the vibe sounds a bit so th- similar. yeah it remind- there's even the bit just before the movie starts where it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. and I I fully expected it to go, because that's what it did in the last one we watched, but it didn't. It did some other thing for Enter. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. So it's quite cool that it has that kind of like, uh, a synergy melody. between yeah. them. Um, yeah, I like the music. I, it wasn't it wasn't blow you a Ble- blow you a blow blow you a blow blow. <laughs> what? Yeah, Mark it's not that kind of podcast <laughs> no discussing dudes hey. um, <laughs> it wasn't a blow you away soundtrack but it was very good for what it did yeah yeah i agree i don't think it was anywhere near as good as the first one the first one yeah. soundtrack is one of my favorites well you gave it a nine yeah i loved it uh but the other two have never been quite on that level but they've never mm. been overly far away from it either
1: yeah like overly. So-
0: so you gave the first one a nine, but you gave the second one a six. So that's quite yeah. a gap in between. Yeah. Oh. Um, I gave the first one an eight. And I gave the second one a seven. I probably would have given it agreed with you and given it a six, the second one, but I think it was that Lugia theme that bumped it up for me because I love that piece of music. Yeah, well, I think um, I gave it a six because the Lugia theme is the only thing I record. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so this one, I think, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it, a six, because okay. it's probably on par with the second one, but it doesn't have the Lugia theme, so I'm going to sure go down doesn't. for this one, I think. Yeah, I might give it a six as well. Okay, that's fair. I think I agree with you. Cool. Um, So, Legacy. Legacy.
1: <laughs> you mentioned <laughs>
0: something earlier. What did you mention again? I mentioned the fact that this is the first theatrical, theatrically released animated trilogy, thanks to this film. There you go. So that's legacy points. And like you say, there's been lots to follow. Yeah, so it doesn't stop here. So that's also legacy points. Yeah. There'll always be legacy points for Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Pokemon's legacy is always good as well. Regardless of its movies, TV shows, games, cards, whatever it does. It's just got a good legacy anyway. It's kind of hard to judge. With the other two... Uh, 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 this being the third one there, there's always promo cards that came out of the movie yes. that are now worth all kinds of money yeah. Um, and that's obviously like points for legacy as well um, Entei himself is a bit of a legacy because the excitement around a legendary Pokemon in a movie gets you buzzing in the playground I remember the excitement about Entei yeah. I remember when I first opened a booster pack of Pokemon cards and had Entei in there Because of this movie, I was way more excited than I was about any of the other legendary Pokemon from the same generation of Pokemon. It was Entei that you wanted because he was the one in the movie. Yeah. Um, So that's, I guess that kind of adds to the legacy. Um, I think growing up with Pokemon, it kind of... I don't think it blinds us in any way, but I think the way we feel about it might be a bit different to how other ages feel about it. I would think so. I think it's definitely a thing for our generation. Yeah. Um because when we were impressionable as children, it was everywhere the biggest thing. Yeah, It was so huge. Um but I I do I think children younger than us probably still like Pokemon because it still is a big thing. Yeah. It's just not as big as it used to be. Yeah. Um and yeah, I I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess people older than us probably don't appreciate it on the, in the same no. way. Um but that being said, I, I, it, you have to acknowledge it is the it is the biggest franchise of all time. Yeah. There's nothing even close to it. I think the closest thing is Hello Kitty. That's mad. <laughs> <laughs> like you could add Star Wars and the MCU together, and it still wouldn't be as big as Pokemon. Yeah, that's insane, isn't it? Yeah, that is mental. Um, so I think I, I obviously this one doesn't have the biggest legacy out of them all. No. Um. But I think it's fair to probably maybe give it a six. We both gave Lugia a six, and I think this probably matches legacy. Yeah, it nice. probably does, to be fair. I think they probably did yeah. equal equal things mm. in terms of legacy. Yeah. So what are you saying? Um, probably. Well, you, you say. I'll probably say six as well. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So um, that's all the score's done. It is. Hit me! I'm about to like start wrapping up then, but we right, need to, we'll see need you next week. <laughs> yeah, see you next week. Do the maps yourself. We're done. <laughs> Not doing it, no more. <laughs> um, okay, so for story, you are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, cool. You gave it. You gave, you gave it a seven. I gave it a six. Cool. Characters, we both gave it an eight. Yep. Animation, you gave it an eight. I gave it a seven. Yep. The music, we both gave it a six. Yep. And for legacy, we both gave it a six. Okay, we are coming in with a sixty-eight. Okay, that's that's a half decent score. It isn't is. It? It's um, the last one got sixty-five. The last Pokemon film. Okay, so, so it is a step up, which is kind of what you and me said that it was yeah. better than number two, no, nowhere near as good as number one. So what what score was number one? Seventy-seven. 77. Seventy-seven. Okay, so still, it's still nine <laughs> points lower than the number. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it, no, that's. I think that's fair. I think it's I think correct with where it sort of stands in my mind. Yeah, me too. That's After good. watching them both recently, you know. Yeah, I'm pleased with that. <clears throat> I am too. Well done, Pokemon <laughs> Three. Yeah, well done, Pokemon. Good job. I'm looking forward to Pokemon Week next season. Right. Um, purely because you've never seen it before. I don't even know what it's about. So I'm looking forward to that. I, even I know think that'll be interesting. What Pokemon is in it? I'm not even going to tell you. Whoa! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you find out. <laughs> I don't even know if it's to Ash anymore. Does he ever? <laughs> is it still ash even now? Yeah, Does it's he like a Lash. Simpson. He doesn't grow up. <laughs> yeah, for some fucking reason, he never fucks off. Yeah, I wish he. I wish he would. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so 68. That's a good score. I'm. I'm pleased. With yeah. That. Um, next week is... Your favourite. Illumination. Yeah. Fucking minions are bad. <laughs> they actually are. I hate them so much. <laughs> it is Despicable Me Too next it week. Um, yeah. Which I saw in the cinema and I've never seen again since. Um, but from what... Did I see this one in the cinema? Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. But what I recall is that I preferred it to number one. But I can't okay. tell you. I, I can't tell you why, but I think it's just because Kristen Wiig's a main character now. Yeah, and she wasn't in number one. So so far, the best thing Illumination have done was that song in the Lorax that goes, "How better can I be?" That was good, man. That was <laughs> so, so. If they good. can top that, I'll be happy. But I don't think they're gonna. We'll see. So Despicable <laughs> Me got fifty six out of hundred, okay. and the Lorax got sixty three. Okay. So we'll see where it falls, higher, lower, in between. Join next week to find out. (laughs) I'm always interested to watch a movie that I think I don't like. It's is interesting because it's just it's always I'm always keen to know whether I'd have the same views after the film or not. (laughs) You know, whether you finish it and go, yeah, "Yeah, I still hate it, or whether you finish it and go, it wasn't too bad. It's always interesting. Yeah, for sure. I don't think you'd ever finish a film that you've previously disliked and gone oh my god new favorite movie no, but i think you no, might no. find something or you're either going to just agree with yourself and go yeah i hate it I think <laughs> it sucks often things on the second watch I, I always use doctor who as an example for this no doctor Who episode is as good on the first watch as it is on the second watch. yeah second watches are better yeah you just pick up on more so. and you understand a bit more and you just get it a bit more yeah you feel it a bit more second watch is better so who knows yes yeah. Who knows? Um, okay, cool. So, Luke, in the meantime, where can we find you? At Lukey Reed, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, where we are doing discussing doodle draw offs on the YouTube channel yes. at the moment. So, go and check them out. The Pokemon One has been up for a couple of days. Um, so far, I am 2 1 up. Mark is winning, which is f- infuriating. <laughs> um, and the Despicable Me 2 1 should be coming out on Thursday. So, keep your eyes peeled. Awesome. Mark, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at ActuallyMJR on Twitter, at ActuallyMJR underscore 2.0 on Instagram. Um, make sure to find me on Letterboxd where you can see all the movies in a nice listed format if you're a visual person like me. Um, and uh, make sure to follow the show at Disc Doodles on Twitter. Yes! that was, go, that that was wasn't well too done. bad, was it? Well done, yeah, that was, have you that been practising? one of my best so far. Or did you just yeah. go for it? Oh, whenever I go to sleep at night, I, I say it over and over <laughs> again to get myself to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you weren't joking and I laughed at you so hard, I'm so sorry. Instead of, instead of counting sheep, I, um, <laughs> practiced... I talk myself through my socials. <laughs> you practised the disgusting Doodle outro. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, w- whatever works. <laughs> whatever <Yeah>. works. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye. Have a good time.